Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast today. Aurora and I are back and excited to talk about today's episode. Uh, we will be discussing something that is in the news, but not so in the news. Uh, issues with Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans, things that are going on right now with that situation. Um, you know, Aurora and I are definitely excited to talk about this episode uh, because of things that are going on with the Texans organization. There are things that are being talked about a little bit in the news right now with Deshaun Watson. Obviously, the season opening uh, pretty soon here, just uh, actually tomorrow with Thursday Night Football. Yeah, we're super excited to finally get meaningful football regular season games. We are super excited for that. However, uh, we are going to talk about some things that are not being talked about right now. We're going to talk about things from a deeper viewpoint from a higher level viewpoint um with the houston texans organization and things that people need to be discussing um you know we've heard some things out there good morning football talked about some things as far as like oh you know it's so unfair for all the players on the team to go out there and be told to compete right now but the reason it we agree it's unfair the reason it's unfair is what's not being talked about and that's what we're going to discuss uh so uh hence the reason for the name houston we have a problem that is the name of today's podcast that is the title of it um aurora loves a good play on words she loves good catchphrases and things like that and how to reuse them in different situations we were watching a movie the other day aurora is not here to remind me what movie that was um because she's actually out doing a little uh, little potty break, little tinkle break right now. Uh, so waiting for her to jump back in here. But uh, we watched a movie. It said, Houston, we have a problem. And that spurred today's conversation. Um, essentially, guys, the introduction for this is the Houston Texans have decimated their entire, uh, entire team. You know, I'm not going to say they've decimated their entire organization. That organization has been decimated. It has been in shambles. It has been awful over the past few years. And uh, we are now starting to see what happens when an organization is just run incorrectly, right? Uh, you have ownership that's not willing to put money into team to a team uh, to make investments when they're competitive, when they have a chance to be competitive. You don't make the right decisions with investments. You try and just save money, save money, save money. And at the end of the day, you're not going to win a division title. You're not going to have a chance at a Super Bowl if you're doing those things regularly. There are other teams that do this that we've seen throughout uh, their franchise history you know teams like Jacksonville you know all of a sudden they have a really great team really great defense and then all of a sudden everything falls apart because they're not willing to pay up or give people the right money or you know stick with certain things that were working uh you know they're not willing to make those investments and that's something that we see with a lot of these quote 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 unquote small market teams you know let me tell you this guys small market team there is a difference in how people perceive it and what it really is. At the end of the day, small market teams can make an impact. They can win games. They can do this thing uh, as far as you know, keeping a, a dynasty team, right? They can do it. The challenge is, is the owners willing to do it? Is the general manager and the organization willing to do it? There are things you can do to stay competitive and keep a great organization in a small market. You, you can do it. The challenge is most owners and investment groups uh, – you know, organizational general managers, things like that are not willing to do that and make the right decisions to do it. It's all about profit margins and things like that. <clears throat> and if you're looking to just make as much money as you can, you're you're not you're not gonna have a great product. You know, Jerry Jones spends a ton of money on a bunch of guys that, you know, don't even play or they end up getting suspended or whatever. And he wastes a bunch of money on guys like that. But you know what? They're competitive every year, so you know, except for last year. But um that's something we don't see out of the Texans. So anyway We'll jump into today's topic. Um, here's the first thing we're going to talk about, guys, is this organization, 
more so than any other organization out there, has a history of ruining NFL careers, okay? Look, I get the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I understand. This is an off-field thing. This is something that um, was out of their control. But there are totally NFL players that have been in their control. There are things that have been in their control, and they have destroyed and ruined great careers of great men out there on the field. The names that come to mind, J.J. Watt, Arian Foster, Andre Johnson, okay? This podcast may go a little bit longer today than usual because this is a topic that a lot of people are not seeing a lot of the cracks and things there. These three players, J.J. Watt, Arian Foster, Andre Johnson, they aren't going to try to contend, okay? If you're not going to try and contend in Houston, if you're not going to put out the money to have a top-level team in a division that you could easily have a top-level team, like this is not like you're going up against, uh, you know, the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers. Like you're not in a division that's stacked like that. You have a chance to turn it around and be a competitor any year that you choose if you want to spend the money to do it. So if you're not willing to do that, move these star players. Move them before they are past their prime. Okay. Because what did they do? They sat on these players. They let these players put butts in seats. They let these players put up good stats and good numbers on a team that we knew, on teams that we knew, would never compete, would never have a chance to win. And as soon as they do, what do they do? They blow up the team. They blow up the organization. Okay, Look at the best chance that they had. Okay, This is literally two, three years ago. Uh, they had a great run. They had a good organization. They were competing with the Colts every year as a top team. This is before Tennessee made their uh, assurgence um, to be the top team in the league, you know, right before Derrick Henry really took off and, and got running with things. No pun intended. Actually, pun intended on that. Um, they go out and they trade their best wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, for a questionable running back in David Johnson. They bring in Brandon Cooks who is not a matchup wide receiver, okay, the way that Hopkins was. So then, okay, you have J.J. Watt on your team still. Arian Foster, you already ruined his career. You know, he did, he did nothing while he won. You know, he didn't win titles. He didn't have a chance to compete for Super Bowls and things while he was there. Andre Johnson had the same thing. Finally, when you let Andre Johnson go, you send him to a team that finally has a chance. Like, you, you let him leave and finally have a chance to win. Well, guess what? His best years is behind him at that point. So you ruined his career. He wasted his career there. Okay? Calvin Johnson got sick and tired of the same thing in Detroit, and he quit early. Okay? All right. I don't blame the guy. But Andre Johnson stuck it out with you, and you didn't do right by him. You waited till he's washed up to send him somewhere. Same thing with J.J. Watt. Okay, now I think J.J. Watt still has some good plays in him, but he is not the player that he was. I'm glad they let him go somewhere else, but it's sad that most of his career, he couldn't really compete. Couldn't really go out there and compete for a Super Bowl or anything like that. So we talked about what happened with these moves. Okay, trading DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, bringing in Brandon Cooks that isn't really a replacement for, for DeAndre Hopkins. And then you had a chance in the draft if you didn't do that trade. You would have had a chance to draft Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, Antonio Gibson, or even Cam Akers. All of those guys would have been available to you in the draft. Okay. You go out, you make this trade, you do these moves. Okay. Before the draft, 
like that's after you made this this move okay you had some 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 good opportunities there okay but then you made the trade before the draft all right but you still would have had the opportunity to get LaVisca Chenault, KJ Hamler, or Chase Claypool. All all were available to you. You passed on them. The point is, of all this, you spat in the face of your best franchise quarterback ever in Deshaun Watson. You spat in his face. You gave him no targets. You took away his favorite target that he loved to throw to. You gave him a running back that was questionable that ended up not doing all that much for you last season. He looked good when he was healthy out there for a little bit, but then you moved on this season because he didn't show you enough. So you wasted that trade. That value there is gone. DeAndre Hopkins still doing his thing out in Arizona. And you gave him Brandon Cooks to throw to and nobody else. Okay, Will Fuller, sure, he was okay, but you're decimating that team. You're taking away from him and what he has to offer from a target standpoint and a success standpoint. So then he has to go out and to completely destroy the league last the, the previous season. And he did. He played amazing football. He carried that team as far as he could, as far as any quarterback could on a team like that. And then, you know, what happens? You had a horrible season. You fired the coach finally. You had teams starving for a solid quarterback at that point. Jacksonville, Chicago, Washington at that point really needed to find a quarterback of their future. And you could have maybe moved Deshaun Watson, something like that. Deshaun Watson said something that really reminded us from The Hobbit. You know, the worst behind. Well, at least we think that Deshaun Watson was saying in his head, the worst is behind us. You know, we, we moved on from an amazing wide receiver, probably a Hall of Fame wide receiver. We've got, you know, a questionable running back. We brought Brandon Cooks. I mean, what, what worse can we get, right? We had a horrible season last year. The worst is behind us. That's what the Hob- they said in The Hobbit, too, right before they woke up the dang dragon, okay? This is why you don't say something like that. But this is probably what they were all saying to themselves. Well, nope, that's not what happened, Okay. The GM, without even interviewing the person Deshaun Watson wants as a head coach, hires a coach that Deshaun Watson didn't want. Okay? Didn't even advise, like they advised with Deshaun Watson, didn't even give the guy an interview that Deshaun Watson wanted to come in there. Okay? Look, this is your franchise quarterback. This is the, this is the guy who is running your team at this point in time. We're talking about at that point in time. This is before the allegations came out about sexual misconduct. Okay? Hours later, Deshaun Watson demands a trade, rightfully so, because his opinion, his advice was not taken into account at all. It wasn't taken seriously. If you're not taking your franchise quarterback seriously, he has every right to demand a trade. Now, if you don't trade him, that doesn't mean they should hold out or anything because we're really against holdouts here, but you should at least demand that trade and tell them you're not happy. Because at some point, your fans are going to feel for that player. At some point, your fans are going to want that player to move on because they know that he's not going to have a great chance to win there. Okay, And that's that's what you want. You want to do right by your fans, right by your players. And if you, honestly, you have to look at your organization, look at the history of it. Okay, Deshaun Watson needs to understand and needed to understand before he signed his first contract extension this organization seems to be okay with a mediocre team. 
And there are plenty of organizations out there that have shown that they're okay with a mediocre team. This organization seems to be okay with a mediocre team, and because of that, Deshaun Watson should have understood that when he signed his extension. When he signed on to continue being with the Houston Texans, you signed a contract. You put your faith in this organization. Looking at the past, looking at what they've done to Andre Johnson, looking at what they wasted with Arian Foster, Okay, wasted their careers. He knew that. He could have looked back in history and known that this organization is okay with a mediocre team. So the fact that they make these horrible decisions, save a few bucks because they get rid of you know, DeAndre Hopkins and make some moves that save them money. Are you really, should you really be upset with that? Like, yeah, you should want a trade because they made moves that you don't think is going to lead to success. But there's no reason for you to hold out. Because you signed on, you put your trust in the organization. If they missed, like if they didn't uphold to the trust that you had in them, sorry, you made a bad decision. But you're still gonna have to play there. Okay, that's what happens when you sign a contract. Okay, Houston is a team and an organization where players' careers die. That is the whole embodiment of this organization. Look at it. Every great player they've had, their career dies there. I'm glad they gave J.J. Watt a chance to go win somewhere. But like Andre Johnson, it's too late for him to do anything in his prime. He would have been an amazing factor on the Arizona Cardinals two, three seasons ago. Now, he's going to add some leadership and things like that, but are they going to be a chance to win a Super Bowl because he's there? Uh, Probably not. Okay? So, for people there, I'm sorry for the fans. I'm very sorry for the fans because this organization is a place where people's career go to die. They don't clearly don't care about putting in the money to win. And they just hope that the talent that they get puts butts in seats. They make some money every year. And that's that's what it is. It is what it is. They're okay with a mediocre team. And I'm sorry for the fans. I am sorry for them. I, I really, really am. Okay? But I'm not sorry for Deshaun Watson. I wasn't sorry for Deshaun Watson. Before the sexual misconduct things came out, Deshaun Watson had demanded this trade. I did not feel bad for Deshaun Watson, nor was I going to feel bad for Deshaun Watson because he signed an agreement. He signed a contract with this team that over history should have shown you you don't need to put your faith in them. He did. He made that decision, and he signed on paper. So when a holdout comes up, or you have a chance to say, hey, I don't want to be here anymore, say it. Tell yourself, tell your team you don't want to be there anymore. Tell them you want to be traded. That's what you want, and that's what's going to be best for your career. Make it a PR situation. Make it something where, hey, look, you're not willing to do the right things to have as a chance to win. I don't agree with what you're doing. Do what Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers, this whole offseason, the point of Aaron Rodgers threatening his holdout and doing all this stuff. The only reason he did it was to create a PR nightmare, get some control, and embarrass the organization. And that's what he did. He accomplished all of those things. He has the ability to make some impacts on guys' careers now. He has the ability to make an impact on roster moves now because they'll listen to him a little bit more than they did before. Okay, They will give him the ability to have a chance to put a good team on the field that he can work with offensively. And that is what Deshaun Watson needed 
as well. But this organization is not willing to do that. They were not willing to do that. They didn't listen to him when it comes to putting a coach in and things like that. Same thing that happened with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers handled this very differently than Deshaun Watson did. Aaron Rodgers obviously was better off the field than what Deshaun Watson was because of all these things going on, these allegations. But Aaron Rodgers accomplished what Deshaun Watson needed to try to accomplish before he signed his extension. Okay? So if you're going to go and demand a trade, I'm not going to feel bad for you if the team doesn't trade you. That's up to the team. That's their right to do that. I feel bad for the fans. I feel bad for the organization because the ownership and, and the the administrative people and all the other team players on that team, they're not an organization that will do what it takes to win. Okay? That's, that's absolutely a different story than, okay, Deshaun Watson, I feel bad for you because you're stuck on a bad team. No, you're, you're stuck on a bad team because you signed a contract knowing this team is like that. This is different if someone, it, this is different if Deshaun Watson was on the New England Patriots roster and he did this and then all of a sudden they fired Bill Belichick and uh, they brought in a bunch of scrub players and they just wanted to save a bunch of money. Okay, that I absolutely would feel bad for Deshaun Watson in that situation. Because this is an organization that has never shown that they're going to do that to someone. They've never shown they're not going to try to compete and have a chance to win. They haven't shown that. The Houston Texans have always shown that. So I don't feel bad for you. You made a wrong decision. Don't sit and threaten to hold out and crap. No, tell them you want to trade. Make it a public PR nightmare. Tell them, look, this organization doesn't want to do what it takes to win. I'm going to go out there and play. I'm going to do my thing because I care about my teammates. I care about my guys in the locker room. I care about them. That's why Aaron Rodgers came back ultimately and ended up playing. He cares about those guys. He's a morally upstanding guy. I think Deshaun Watson would have done the same thing if everything hasn't happened the way it had with the whole misconduct situation. But that is a PR nightmare. That makes the organization look bad, just like the Packers organization looks bad right now. Okay? And it'll blow over. You know, the organization will always survive because, you know, people are going to support that team because that's their team. They, they, have, they have no other team in town to, to root for. But those are the things that can make blips on the radar. Those are the things that can make it look bad and end up impacting the organization later on with certain players and their career decisions and things like that. Okay? So that is, that is something to be said and thought about. The current dilemma... This all happened after all of this, is Deshaun Watson's allegation of sexual misconduct, okay? Now, this is, this is an issue that's going on right now. He's a top five quarterback in the league, but when does the term professional actually factor in, okay? This team has him on the roster, okay? He's on the roster. No one wants him, okay? Nothing has been ruled or determined for the case, Okay, against all the allegations against Deshaun Watson, nothing has been ruled or determined definitively at this point. He is on the roster and no one wants to trade for him because no one wants that baggage. No one wants that chance of this guy ending up having done those things and then he's stuck on your team. No one wants to deal with that. Okay, completely understand. But it puts the organization in a horrible situation. Okay. So you can't play him, and that's rightfully so. You cannot play him because that's that's putting the middle finger out there to every woman in the stands that comes to games. Not the fact that you're saying he did it. We don't know if he did this. There has nothing been ruled yet. 
and we're not we're gonna sit there and go on the facts. The fact of the matter is that nothing has been ruled yet. Okay? So we don't know if he's done this or not. However, there's a chance he might have. And out of caring about women out there in the world and in the community, you rightfully don't put this guy on the field. Rightfully, he shouldn't be getting a paycheck. Okay? And again, this is because we don't know what's going on. I get it. And people are going to say, well, you can't not pay him because of something that he might not have done. Look, don't pay him right now. And if he's ruled innocent, back pay him. Okay? NFL, come in and fit the bill and pay the man. But if he is ruled guilty, he still made this money. He's still making money right now. I, and, and that's not going to be able to be taken away later on. That's frustrating, guys. That's really frustrating. So he can't play right now, and that's rightfully so. But players, here's the bigger thing, the bigger picture people have to understand. Players have to understand they have to be held to a higher standard. They are held to a higher standard. That's the way the world is. Get over it. This is the same thing with movie celebrities, CEOs, etc. The higher level you are in a profession, or as a professional, which is what professional athletes are, because professional comes before the athlete, these athletes are not invin invincible. Okay? They're not above the law. They're not above society. They are human beings still, and they need to know it, and they need to remember it. Too many of these athletes come into the league, start out in high school thinking, I want to be in the NFL, I want to be in the NBA, I want to do this, I want to do that, because then I'm a god. Because then I'm invincible, I'm untouchable, I can live whatever lifestyle I want, and I can do everything I want, and blah, blah, blah. No, you can't. It's a privilege to be able to be out there and play professional football. It's a privilege for teams to be able to put you out there and pay you that money. Like You worked hard to earn that privilege. I understand that. But you can also take away that privilege yourself by doing the wrong things, being in the wrong lifestyle, being around the wrong people socially. Okay, There's a difference. Okay, There's player A, if he goes out there and he's constantly around people that are good moral people, He's constantly around upstanding people, okay? People that don't do uh, drugs in their spare time. People who aren't drunk driving. People who don't break the law and things like that. If you're around people that are good upstanding people like that, you are much more or less likely for something like this to happen to you, okay? Say that Deshaun Watson didn't do this. That still means he was around people, he was around organizations, he didn't watch his butt enough. Okay, he didn't watch his butt enough to make sure that this didn't happen. So he was around people that were bad enough to lie about it. Again, if he didn't do this. Okay? You gotta be smart enough to not put yourself in that situation. Okay, and these players lose sight of that. Again, they're not invincible, they're not above the law, they're not above society, and you have to hold yourself to a high standard because you are a professional. Okay? You're a professional, just like anybody else. There's people that can't go out there and post whatever they want on their social media because they are a professional, they're a CEO or whatever, and it's gonna be looked at through a microscope. That's what happens when you're a professional. Here's the biggest thing that needs to happen for the NFL. 
the NFL needs education and college influence to help help these kids and help these young adults when they come in the league understand social situations and their image. All rookies should have to go through an image camp. They should. They should all have to go through training and seminars understanding their image, understanding the do's and don'ts, understanding who to be around, who not to be around, how to keep yourself to be a good professional, and the things you don't need to do with your lifestyle. Maybe they need to be reminded what's legal and what's not because a lot of these guys think they can just go drink, drunk driving and police pulls them over. Oh, I'm an NFL player. You can't arrest me. Like, no, I'm sorry. That's not the law. That's not the rules, okay? Like, these people need to understand, you know, athletes in general need to be reminded of that. And and, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's a, it's a good thing to be reminded of it. It's good for them. But... Either way, it's a shame. Either way, this is this is shameful. Either way, this is sad. Because either he did these things, and it's sad for the victims. Or he didn't do these things, and it's sad for him. That he's having to sit out and not compete and be there with his teammates. Again, and we've said this before on the podcast, you can only control what you can control and you if you can control where you go what organizations you work with what people you're around what people you talk to you can control that that's the only thing you can control okay you can control what organization that you play for you can control you know what what people you surround yourself around okay you can you can control those things by you know picking massage parlors that are upstanding things you know picking places that are are not going to end up doing this type of stuff you know m- making sure that you know these things don't happen because of the right re- like there's things you can do okay there's things you can do and it's it's just it's crazy because if you keep those things in control, you control those things the right way, you're going to be fine. None of this is going to happen. Okay? But as soon as you put all these things out of your control in there, you know, it's it's going to go sideways on you. All right? Good Morning Football said that it's unfair to players on the Texans team. And they said it's unfair because they're asking them to go out there and compete when their franchise quarterback isn't there, when their franchise quarterback's not on the field playing for them. And they're sitting there saying, it's so, it's so unfair to those other athletes because he should be out there playing with them. One, he should not be out there playing with them because of everything going on right now. Okay, he, he shouldn't be. I get it. I, I get it. I like the guy on the field. I want to see him play. The jury's out on off the field right now. But I would love to see him play as well. But rightfully so, he shouldn't be playing right now. It's not unfair to his teammates to ask them to compete because Deshaun Watson's not out there. Let me tell you what's unfair. Let me tell you what is unfair to Houston Texan players. It's the same dang thing that has been unfair to them for the past 20 years. This organization, as we mentioned, 
does not take care of its players. It does not back its players. It does not support them. It does not want to compete. It is okay with having a mediocre team. So if you're going to sit there and say it's unfair to ask them to compete for a team that's clearly not trying to compete right now, it's been unfair for every Houston Texans player since the team has been formed. That is the point we're trying to get to here. So, Houston, do you have a problem? Yes. Is that problem Deshaun Watson? No. No, it's not. Your problem is the organization itself. Your problem is the foundation of the organization. Your problem is the ownership and the, the managers and, and what, they, what they do with the team. It's a culture that you've built of being okay with mediocrity. That is the problem. That is what they need to understand and they need to get to the roots of. That is why I feel sad for the fans. Because this organization has shown they're not willing to do that. Okay? There's been other... There's been cities that haven't supported teams. Right? Oakland with the Raiders wasn't going to support them. St. Louis with the Rams wasn't going to support them toward the end there. And all of a sudden, what happened? The team moved. They went to a place that would support them. The problem is these players don't have the ability to move places. You know, they, They're signed with that team. They don't have the ability to just up and leave because they know the team doesn't care about them and care about winning. But if I'm a player in the future, I do not want to play for a Houston's technical organization because the history has shown me they do not care. Okay. Now, Deshaun Watson... I hope the best of the situation and the best of this situation is that the truth comes out one way or the other. None of us know the truth except for the people involved. None of us know the truth. We can't say we know the truth except for the people involved. I hope that the truth does come out with factual evidence to support what happened or what didn't happen. And that is all that I can hope for. It doesn't matter whether Deshaun Watson's innocent or guilty. All that matters is the truth in this situation. And that is something separate from the bigger issue for the Houston Texans. And that is the organization as a whole. So let's fix the organization. Okay? Let's fix the organization, guys. I'm not saying you need an owner like Jerry Jones in there that's willing to throw away money on a bunch of talent. But at least put people in there that when they start to get a good team, when they get some talent, they take care of them the right way. They take care of their careers the right way. They make sure a Hall of Fame player is going to have a chance at some point to compete for a championship or a Super Bowl. Sorry. Let's check on that. Okay. Let, let's check that and make sure that works. Let's check that box in Houston. Okay. Because that's the big thing that we see the issue with here is the Houston Texans organization overall. All right. So, you know, that that's really it for today's conversation. Um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I know it's taking a break a little bit from the current news and things like that. A um, little bit away from, you know, the upcoming games, things like that to look forward to. Uh, tomorrow night is the Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys Um uh, We'll see how it goes. I think Dak will be a little rusty uh, coming back. Uh, have to get into the swing of things. 
Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, I mean, who knows if this guy's going to go out there and, and play good again or not. So I think it's really up against the Cowboys. Uh, I really think the Buccaneers should end up winning this game a little handedly. You know, maybe it's within maybe it's within 15 points. You know, maybe it's within 12, 10 points maybe. But uh, I, I do think Tampa Bay will control this game for the most part uh, throughout the night. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, you know, we're not saying one way or the other with this situation with Deshaun Watson. We just hope the truth comes out. That's all we really hope for here on the channel, um, on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, we just appreciate you guys listening uh, and hope that the Houston organization can turn things around and just become, you know, one of the stand-up organizations out there instead of the the shambles that it, it has right now uh, with that organization, with that team. You know, we hope for the fans and the people of Houston that they get a better organization leadership in there and people that are willing to go out there and compete for, for Super Bowls, compete to be in the playoffs and, and try and win. Regardless of what happens with Deshaun Watson, they have the ability to do that. And uh, they just have not shown the ability to consistently try to do that. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Um, we will... Talk to you again on Friday. Uh, may do a bonus episode as well on Thursday. Um, well, tomorrow anyway. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll definitely preview the upcoming weekend games on Friday. But again, might do a bonus episode uh, tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Have a great one.